0: Karen yells at my mom for hitting her Porsche. Meet the cast. Me, obviously a 5'8 femme looking teenager. My little sibling, 11 years old. And my mom, 5 foot calm woman who deals with crazier people than Karen every week. Karen, a-hole, rich woman in her late 30s who owns a Porsche. This is the first Reddit post I've made in a while, so apologize if it's bad. Some quick backstory on where this takes place. My mom, my little sibling, and I were coming home from picking up my siblings up from tennis. We were at an intersection where a large semi-truck was passing by, so clearly my mom backs up to give the truck some space. The Karen, who is right behind my mom, decided to pull forward while my mom was backing up so they bumped into each other. No crash or damage, just a few small scratches. My mom pulls over to the restaurant that's just next to it, turns off the car and gets out to inspect the damage. My little sibling was literally chanting as they got out, please be a nice person, please be a nice person. But their hopes were proven to be for nothing when a blonde woman with a Karen haircut gets out, only to instantly yell, what the heck is wrong with you? The Karen proceeds to rant about how my mom was the cause of it, screaming and swearing excessively. My sibling and I, who were still in the car, were just watching in shock. This had been our first experience with a Karen. My little sibling is kind of young, so we were very confused. I got out of the car, got my little sibling out, and told them to go inside the restaurant because they didn't need to hear the huge amount of swearing words, used in ways I haven't heard them used before. The Karen pulls out her phone and starts recording, yelling about what happened. And after the whole ordeal, she continues screaming, calling her husband and the police. I'm coming over to my mom, staying behind her though, because my mom can be a scary woman when she needs to be. But I'm just trying to be there for some sort of support for my mom. The Karen was continuously swearing loudly at my mom and yelling for her to give her my mom's insurance and her number and etc. I don't know much else of what happened because I went into the restaurant with my sibling because it was getting overwhelming for me. But from what I saw, she started fake crying when the police arrived pointing at my mom and yelling something. I bought my little sister and I something to share and we ate it while making quiet judgment comments about the Karen. The officer didn't give either of us tickets and told us all to go home. Eventually the husband came got the Karen and the two left. My mom, little sibling and I got in the car, went home and just talked about what a weird experience that was. I don't really have any tolerance for people like this. I got into an accident once where this young girl did a U-turn without stopping right in front of me. It was either run into her or run into head on traffic. I remember yelling inside my car, what the F are you doing? But the moment I stepped out of that car, I was calm and made sure the young woman was okay. And luckily a bystander had already called the police. I feel sorry for this Karen's husband. A wild Karen goes to the movies. Me and my five cousins, ages 19 to 16, went out for a small teens get together at the mall cinema. We bought tickets for a movie and decided to watch it in the middle rows. Unbeknownst to us, we were in for a treat. There was only five seats per row, so I decided to sit separately from my cousins. I sat in front and there was only three people beside me, a mom, a dad, and a small kid. As the movie started, the kid would play on their iPad with loud music. This went on for a while since the father was asleep and the mother was busy with her phone. One of my cousins asked me to ask the mom if the kid could lower the music as it was distracting. The mom then said loudly that I should mind my own business and leave the kid alone. I returned back to my seat and just tried to enjoy the movie as best I could. A few minutes later I went to the bathroom and when I came back the security guard came and asked the woman to either lower the device's volume down or leave. She then started screaming profanities and saying how the guard was sexist for some reason and they were asked to leave. After the movie Karen was waiting outside. Apparently she thought I snitched on her and told the guard to kick them out. Me and my cousins defended ourselves since it wasn't our fault and we were minding our own business. The dad wasn't very helpful since he just stood there arms crossed. They didn't even try to stop nor calm the mom down once again the security guard saw us and with one of the staff members asked her to leave the premises apparently other people kept complaining to the staff about the kids loud device and we just so happened to be blamed for it good thing is we got free beverages for dealing with them and not being able to enjoy the movie as much still hope to get at least free tickets out of it for another movie but I'm not gonna be complaining about free drinks why go to the movies You could sleep, have your kid on an iPad, and be on your phone at home. Kids can be bad enough at a movie theater, but then you're going to give them an iPad too? Some people just aren't meant to be parents, in my opinion. Karen refused to wear a mask because God told her not to. This story happened a couple months ago, but it's so ridiculous that I had to share it when I was just reminded of it. But anyways, I used to work for a popular coffee shop that rhymes with Shmim Schmortons. And this particular instance happened on my second to last day working there after handing in my two weeks notice. So this Karen comes in. I don't serve her, but my supervisor does and the Karen isn't wearing a mask. This was before the restrictions were lifted. So my supervisor told her that she couldn't be served if she refused to wear a mask but she still refused. So my supervisor grabbed a disposable mask and held it towards the Karen and told her that if she doesn't put it on, she will not be served. The Karen continues to refuse and goes on a long rant about how she doesn't wear masks because she spoke to God and God told her not to wear masks and she was getting increasingly aggressive as she went on with her rant and my supervisor actually started to get scared. So she just stood there as the woman kept talking. Eventually, the woman took the mask and put it on, only for the purpose of being served, I guess. Anyway, it was a hilarious story because while I've encountered many Karens while working in customer service, this one probably takes the cake for the most delusional one I've ever encountered. All I got from this whole encounter was that this Karen finds coffee more important than their god because she disobeyed her lord and savior for some sweet flavor. Karen in the wild at happy hour. Went with some co-workers to a brewery after work around 3.30 p.m. And most of the tables had little reservation signs for different larger parties coming in that night. Waitress says that the tables are available now. Go ahead and sit. We snag a table that has a 6 p.m. reservation on it. At 5 p.m., Queen Karen of the Randy 6 p.m. party shows up. Yes, she 100% looked exactly like what your mind is currently picturing. And she comes over to inform us that the table is reserved and that we need to clear out immediately for her party. We politely say that we know about the reservation and that we will be gone in plenty of time that the table can get bust for the party. She spends the next five minutes awkwardly hovering around the table, making passive-aggressive comments to her husband about how we're not leaving, complaining about how she reserved the spots. Again, at six, not five. And even invoking the magic word manager. About five minutes later, when we are getting ready to leave anyways, the waitress comes over and drops the check and says, whenever you're ready, there's no rush. That lady told me that I need to come give you your check and make you leave. But I told her that her reservation isn't until six. Karen sat there staring daggers and pouting. We left at 5.55 because screw her. It's crazy to think it's been a hot minute since I've experienced something like this in the wild. Reservations exist for a reason. I can understand getting mad if your reservation is late, but not if it's early. Apparently, Karen has a problem with Red Panda movies. Pre-watch what you plan to let your kids watch from a fellow local mom. Parents beware, I don't usually do this because of the straight up rootless and vicious hatred that I'm getting below, but here we go. Just a heads up to all parents out there, the Disney movie Turning Red is not for kids at all, especially not for families trying to keep their kids close to Jesus. Yes, yes, I know Disney movies don't instill Christian values, and I don't look to them to do so, but typically there are important and valuable life lessons being taught. You will find the complete opposite in this movie. It had the potential to be so cute, parents beware, just a few things that stood out. The little girl talks about at age 13, you're your own person, an adult. You can do what you want, say what you want, etc." Her and her three friends talk so poorly about their parents and come up with a plan to sneak out and go to a boy band concert, which they end up doing. The girls sneak out to a co-ed party as well to give boys rides as a panda to raise money for the concert. One girl says her parents won't let her go because the band sounds like stripper music. This was a screenshot of a Karen's post and it kind of cuts off right there. But I think you could get the gist of what the Karen was all about. It's sad that Karens are usually connected to religion in some way. I'm not sure if this is because they feel entitled because they believe their God is right, or if they just suck as humans. That's not a slight at religion, by the way. Either way, it's probably best not to expect that a company whose main goal is to make money to be the moral compass for your kids. Am I the jerk? When I was in primary school, I broke a pair of glasses and blamed it on the problematic kid. When I was in year two, there was this boy. Let's call him Jay. Jay was a problematic kid and I was one of those smart kids. The teacher would always leave a spot next to me to place kids misbehaving because I didn't really talk and I kept to myself. The teacher would always believe me, so I guess I was a bit of a teacher's pet. Whenever he sat next to me, he would bully me and steal my stuff. Just generally annoying things. So it was approaching the end of the year and this kid was misbehaving. So the teacher places him next to me. My glasses screw was a bit loose and we're getting old. So to get back at him, I snapped the glasses temples off. He looked at me shocked and confused and asked why I did that. I simply replied that I didn't do it. He did. I told the teacher he broke my glasses. The kid didn't need to get my glasses fixed since I had an Pair at home he got detention and that was it i moved that year to a new school i don't regret it i went a full year sat next to him and he really annoyed me and it made me upset as a kid being bullied in the playground I do hope he's doing better today, though. This story has me conflicted. On one hand, the bully does deserve it if he was picking on this kid for the whole year. But also, it's the quiet kids that you gotta watch out for. Because to have the knowledge to scheme stuff up like this so they won't get in trouble, in my opinion, that's scarier than a bully. I was caught eating a stick of butter. This happened quite a few years ago when I was around 15 years old. It was a regular school day and I had just got home. I was starving and the rumbling in my stomach was enough to cause an earthquake. I hadn't eaten breakfast and the day was so long. So I made my way to the kitchen in search of some form of sustenance for me to sink my teeth into. Unfortunately, we didn't really have much to eat that day. After a few minutes of looking around the cabinets and opening and closing the fridge multiple times, I came to the conclusion that there was nothing for me to eat. At this point, the grumbling in my stomach had turned into that of almost roaring. And then I saw it. The only thing edible enough for me to call food. One stick of butter in the corner of the fridge that was left unopened. I didn't have any other options, so I reached in and took out the cold slab of cow's protein and stared at it. I didn't really know what I was going to use it for, and I didn't have any other ingredients in the house. The hunger at this point was unbearable, and so I just decided to have some of this salty fat. After the first bite, my teeth felt slick and chilled. Honestly, the taste was surprisingly enjoyable, and I just kept eating it. I didn't want to be seen by eating a stick of butter by anyone who had just came in and I couldn't have had the wrapper in my bedroom because that would raise suspicion. So I just decided to hide under the kitchen table and ditch the evidence after my snack. After a few minutes of sitting under the table and scrolling down on my phone, I heard my mom come through the front door. As she was making her way down the hall, I was still with a mouthful of butter on the cold tiles of my kitchen floor. She walked in and set the groceries she had just bought on the countertop. I couldn't do anything but sit and wait for her to leave, so I just sat there not moving for what felt like eternities. A minute or two had passed and then like a scene out of a bad horror movie, her feet started moving towards me. I immediately started to panic at the thought of being outed to the family as the butter lover I was, and I started to scarf down the few bites of the stick I had left. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to finish and my mother bent down and lifted the tablecloth. She was met with the sight of me with a mouthful of butter and almost completely eaten stick in my hand teeth marks and all. After a very awkward interaction, she just told me to throw it out and go wait for dinner. As you imagine, it wasn't a very good week for me in my house, or year for that matter. 12 years later, my family still continues to bring it up every time they butter toast. This story's tough. I think every family has that one story from childhood that your parents bring up every chance they get. Guess this is that story for this OP. Am I the jerk for leaving my partner of four years after finding out he was cheating? Almost every day, my boyfriend sends me money for lunch, gas, or something. I thought he was just really kind. Turns out that he was cheating and giving me money made him feel less guilty, as though he didn't beg me to move across the country with him where I know no one. Once I found out, I wanted to immediately confront him, but I was scared of the outcome since the apartment was only in his name and again, I don't know anyone here. Now I just save every dime of what he sends me to be able to pay for the $3,000 moving fees to go back home without hurting my own pocket too much breaking my heart destroying my ability to trust and scarring me off of men i can handle but messing with my finances nah never the transport company is coming next wednesday to take my car and my plane tickets for me and my dog have been bought gonna keep up the happy act and do the usual cooking of dinner and scrubbing his back and poof on wednesday it'll be like i never met him it's the only form of revenge that i can do that wouldn't haunt me good riddance
1: Butcher Box is 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, all humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. And all of that delivered straight to your door with free shipping, always. Imagine always having high-quality cuts in your freezer ready to go with no trips to the grocery store or planning out availability and knowing that it's food you can trust. There are curated to customized box plans at incredible value. Saving money at a grocery store is getting more and more difficult, especially when you're trying to get consistently high-quality meat. Sign up at ButcherBox.com jerk and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash jerk and use code jerk to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order.
0: There is an edit to this story. A few of you asked for details. There's seven plus other women. Everything he told them was a lie. Name, age, height, city, occupation, all of it. The only common denominator was that he bought all of us the exact same lingerie set for his birthday in January and specifically requested I hang it up in our closet where it's viewable. Forgiveness is not on the table. He'll be surprised, but I doubt he'll be hurt. The OP actually had a lengthy update to the story. The transport company came and picked up my car, sold whatever big furniture I bought for low prices, took his dog to the park and played with him a bit, got him a dog cupcake and took him back to the apartment. Movers started coming for the rest of my stuff. I hadn't prepared for our property manager thinking that we were both moving out and that we hadn't given them the required vacancy notice. She came to talk to me right as my Uber was coming, and I told her what was going on. Unfortunately, they had already called him because his name was the only one on the lease. He called and texted me a few times, but I haven't replied. His workday won't be over for a couple more hours. I left my apartment keys and anything he had ever bought me that I hadn't sold already. Didn't feel like taking that stuff with me. While packing, I remembered we bought a pet cam that shoots treats out from the entertainment center, and I turned it back on. I promised myself I'd disconnect it by midnight tomorrow, but I have my own predictions on how he'll react, and I gotta know for sure. Yeah, it's messed up. Sue me. I actually forgot to leave a note. I was running out of time before my Uber came, and I just left the lingerie set that he was so obsessed with on the bed. He'll figure it out, eventually. Or not. I'm at the airport now with my dog, and I'm just sitting waiting for my flight. I wish I could say that I feel free, but I don't. I'm just tired. Thank you for all the well wishes, and thank you more to all the other women who reached out with similar stories. I think I might have caved and stayed if you all hadn't. Good for this OP. I'm glad she had the courage and strength to lead this dude. But at the same time, what did this guy do for a career to be able to manage eight different women? Like, bro, that's more than one a day. Also, what's up with buying every girl the same exact lingerie? Like you have no issue with multiple women, but you draw the line in underwear? All jokes aside, I hope this OP gets back on their feet and meets someone that actually appreciates them in the future. Believe me, modern day dating sucks, so I wish her the best. So that's it for today's episode. Let me know your favorite story in that comment section down below. Don't forget to follow on Spotify and hit that subscribe button if you want more content like this in the future.